When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Build Black Podcast. Hello, I'm Marvin Harrison and I have some exciting news to share with you. Doblet Dads and Prostate Cancer UK, the largest men's health charity in the UK, have joined forces to raise awareness about prostate cancer and its risks among black men and dads. Prostate cancer is a critical issue as it's the most common cancer in men and black dads. Shockingly, 25% of black men will develop prostate cancer during their lifetime, which is twice the rate of other men. Despite being treatable in its early stages, prostate cancer still claims the lives of 12,000 men each year in the UK. Fortunately, Prostate Cancer UK is determined to change this and will be working towards a world where no man dies from prostate cancer. This Men's Health Week and Father's Day, they're focusing on clearing up myths and misconceptions about the disease and providing reliable health information. If you want to take action, you can use Prostate Cancer UK's 30-second online risk checker to assess your risk, and why not share it with a man in your circle too? It's a small action that can potentially save a life. Just search, check my risk, or go to prostatecanceruk.org forward slash risk checker. Let's spread the word and let's make a difference. We're joined by Prostate Cancer UK's specialist nurse today for this amazing episode. Good morning, Marvin. I'm really pleased to be with you. Thank you. Can I just say that the moment you joined this podcast, you brought warmth and, and, and energy that I needed today. So thank you so much for being here with us. That, that's really kind of you to say so. But um, I think that comes from a, a sincere and deep passion for wanting to raise awareness of prostate cancer, especially amongst our black communities. So I think that that's probably where that's coming from. That means a lot. It's, 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 so it's really interesting. So prostate cancer impacts men because it's a prostate and only men have prostate. So what makes you particularly so passionate? You know, it's not, it doesn't conserve women, if that makes sense. It doesn't impact women or does it in some way? Well, I think it, it should concern everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, prostate cancer is the most commonly diagnosed cancer in men in the UK. And... Unfortunately, we know from recent research that around half of men know literally nothing about it. Now, of course, men don't exist in isolation. And these conditions 
affect families. The effect of diagnosis has a, has a ripple effect through the whole family. It brings anxieties and distress to the whole family. And men very often need a little bit of coaxing to go ahead and do the right thing in order to do the right thing for their own health. And that's particularly the case amongst, amongst black men, in my experience. So when we've organised events to try and um, increase awareness of prostate cancer risk amongst our black communities, very often you'll see an awful lot of women there. So it's really important to involve the communities so that we can try and share accurate information and try and dispel the myths that surround prostate cancer. So it's incredibly important. So what specifically is your role uh, at Prostate Cancer UK? So I'm uh, one of a team of specialist nurses that work for Prostate Cancer UK, and we're in a very privileged position to be able to provide uh, as a service. Um, individuals can contact us from various platforms, but the most common form of contact is by phone. And anybody who's concerned that they may have a problem or diagnosed with a problem, a prostate problem, or want to learn more about their risk is able to contact us. So it's a free, unbiased and confidential service. Um, and I know that people um, feel very reassured and supported in being able to contact us. But individuals can also contact us through live chat and WhatsApp and email if perhaps they're not quite at that right stage of wanting to talk to us. So it's a very important service. And um, in the last year, we had nearly 14,000 contacts. But the majority of contacts that we have, Marvin, are from those whose lives have been affected by a prostate cancer diagnosis. Now, we do um, ask everybody that we speak to if they're happy to share their ethnicity with us anonymously, because it's an anonymous service, and we record that with their permission, of course. And the reason for that is that we want to make sure that we're targeting our high-risk groups, of which um, men of black ethnicity are uh, a high-risk group. So if I explain that, on average, one in eight men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in the UK. This risk is actually doubled in black men. So this is really important to really think about this. We all know four men in our lives that we love or care about. One in four men, one in four black men on average will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in the UK. This is staggering. Leap from, like we're not half or twice as much as anything. We, we are, in the world just as everybody else is. So why are we even more at risk? Well, the problem is that we don't exactly understand why there is this significant disparity. Now, it's thought that it's likely to be connected um, to genetics, our genetic makeup that are handed down from our grandparents to our parents to ourselves. But it's not yet fully understood. And in order to be able to save lives, we need to be able to understand why there is this significant difference in risk due to ethnicity simply. And in addition to this, prostate cancer is uh, most commonly diagnosed in men over the age of 50. Mm. But in black men, we sometimes find that they're diagnosed a little earlier and sometimes with a faster growing, more aggressive prostate cancer. So this, of course, is, becomes even more uh, of an important reason to try and identify um, men who are at particular risk. Now, I, I hope you don't mind, but I'd like to mention something which um, I feel is incredibly important. 
-hmm. And that is that Prostate Cancer UK um, are part funding a very important trial along with Movember. Now, this is the first trial of its kind in the UK. Now, this trial is specifically trying to find out if they can understand why race makes black men at this increased risk. And they're actually looking at genes of black men specifically to help them try and identify men that are at risk. And with this knowledge, be able to go on to develop better diagnostic tests and hopefully better treatments, personalized yeah. treatments in the future. Now, if I can quickly say that we really need more black men to come forward to take part in this trial, if the trial is to stand any chance of being a success. The trial is called the Profile Trial. And so if there are any men between the ages of 40 and 69 who are not currently diagnosed with prostate cancer, we would be very, very keen to urge them to contact the profile researchers. You can find the contact details on the Prostate Cancer UK website. Mm -hmm. And I know them personally, Marvin. They, they're so friendly and I'm really, really keen to find out more information to save lives in the future. So if anybody is interested, they can find more details on the Prostate Cancer UK website. Yeah, yeah. So that means I, I should sign up then, basically. I'm 39, I have not been diagnosed. I think it's time that maybe I take part myself? Well, if you're near to 40, yes. I'm not quite sure if they can kind of slip down a little bit to 39. But absolutely. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this, this is absolutely crucial that we have men to come forward um, because there have been some difficulties uh, in recruiting um, black men to the trial. But as I say, I, I know a lot of the researchers personally and, and they, you know, you can have a really um, sort of non-obligatory chat with them to see if it's something that you might like to take part in. So on, on, on a personal level, um, it means that men can be most closely, more closely monitored for a minimum of five years than they would be um, then just going to see their GP if they wanted to, 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 to look more into being monitored for prostate cancer. Um, and of course, you know, you know, can you imagine, Marvin, to be able to be contribute to potentially being able to have a better understanding and having that potential to save lives for future generations? Well, that for me is, would be just phenomenal. So that would be fantastic if anyone could consider um, taking part. So what are some of the specific things you do to support men, well, specifically black men? Well, as an organisation, there are many. So we have publications which are specifically written um, to help black men understand their risk of prostate cancer and to understand the process of what would happen if you wanted to look into being monitored for prostate cancer. So we have publications. Um, we have a peer support one-to-one -one group. Now, this is a team of volunteers who are diagnosed with prostate cancer or are the partners of individuals diagnosed with prostate cancer. And we're able to match individuals up through having conversations um, with them on our telephone service, or they can um, ask to be matched up with somebody. This is for diagnosed men, Marvin. Um, and we have black volunteers, some fantastic black volunteers who work on this service. Now, as you can imagine, not all black men want specifically to speak to another black man, but sometimes they do. So we have that ability to be able to link them up. And sometimes that makes all the difference. Um, so it's about, I think, building trust. I think that's very, very important. And we would like members of our black community to know that we're absolutely committed to trying to reduce the harm that prostate cancer causes 
to the black communities. Mm. But we need to work with you. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. What actually is a prostate? Like, I think I know, but if you had to put a shining light on me and tell me to get me a perfect definition, I wouldn't be 100%. I think I would ramble some. What actually is the prostate? What does the prostate do? Well, I let you into a little secret, Marvin. You wouldn't be alone, okay? We know that um, with black men in particular, only about 48% of black men um, would be able to tell you where their prostate is. But the prostate is actually a gland, okay? And it's actually part of the men's reproductive system. Uh And it sits, where it is in the body is it's just below the bladder and just in front of the rectum. So that's the back passage, okay? Uh, In the kind of region that we never really think about. Absolutely. Collective area of just stuff that works or doesn't. And we need it to work. It's that basically, isn't it? I couldn't agree with you more. As long as it's working, you don't need to think about it. I couldn't agree with you more. But the main purpose of the prostate is that it produces the majority of the fluid that makes up semen that allows sperm to travel, hence why it's part of the reproductive system. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. So women don't have a prostate, biological, don't, don't, don't have a prostate. But it's important just to mention that trans women will have a prostate. Yes, of course. Oh, wow. That's a bigger issue. So I had no idea. So it is like not just important, it's kind of very important if you wish to reproduce or... or, Absolutely. It's important. I don't know why I thought it was always a part of the waste system. I don't know why. Yeah, and as I say, you really wouldn't be alone. And that's part of the reason why we are launching this campaign, What is a Prostate? So that we can share accurate information, make sure that men understand more about their prostate and about prostate cancer and to develop an understanding of their risk. This is why this is so important. There are so many myths and misinformation out there. And, you know, as I say, we really need to make this change so that men can make better informed decisions about their own health and well-being. Now, Mm. throughout this campaign, we'll be directing men who are at risk from age 45 to use our 30 second online risk checker, which can be found on our website. If you simply um, look up prostatecancerukorg forward slash risk checker, you'll be able to find this online tool. And all men have to do is to input their age, ethnicity and family history. And then it will very quickly show a man his individual risk and provide more information for them to consider the next steps that they might want to take. So the other risk factors in addition to ethnicity are family history, Marvin. So this is especially the case if you have a a close family history of prostate cancer or in fact ovarian or breast cancer. That's the other risk factor in addition to ethnicity. And the final risk factor is increasing age. So as I say, although prostate cancer is mainly diagnosed in men over the age of 50, um, as a man ages, his risk of being diagnosed will also increase. Mm. This is kind of um, blowing my mind slightly. First and foremost, what it, where it was and what it is. And I'm like, oh, okay, now that's how I get why it's important. But also just the scale of the problem. I, I It makes me slightly worried that one in four black men will get prostate cancer. That So I'm thinking about my closest friends. I, I, I absurdly probably have about 15 people, men that I love very, very much, who are on the front line of my life every day. So I think 
out of that, four of them may end up actually having prostate cancer. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, can I tell? Can you tell me what the steps are? Let's just say, um, is it just that I'm 40 and I go and get tested? Uh, what does that test consist of? Or is it more that something will show up in me that makes me want to go and get tested? Yeah, absolutely. All very, very important questions. Now, I think the first thing that we should talk about is to discuss symptoms. Now, a very common myth is that men will say, well, you know, I feel perfectly healthy. I don't have any symptoms I'm worried about, so I can't possibly be at risk of prostate cancer. I'm afraid that's one of the biggest myths that we need to overcome. In early prostate cancer, we typically do not expect any symptoms at all. So that's why it's so important for men to know their risk. Because if you have a condition that doesn't have symptoms, you wouldn't have any knowledge that you actually have that condition. Now, the first steps to, uh, if a man is worried about their prostate cancer risk because they fall into a high risk group, which is what our online risk checker will help you understand, would be for men to approach their GP to ask for a special blood test because of PSA blood test. Okay, that would be the first step. So that is for men over the age of 50 who are actually entitled to request this test as long as they understand the advantages and disadvantages of the test. But Prostate Cancer UK is an organisation. We strongly advise that men who are in a high risk group, so that would be black men or men with a close family history of prostate cancer, breast or ovarian cancer, we strongly advise that those men in a high-risk group approach their GP from age 45, okay? And if the GP perhaps isn't aware of this increased risk, then we're very happy for men to refer them to the information on our website or even to speak to the nurses on the specialist nurse line, okay? Mm. Now, it's important to understand what the PSA blood test can tell you 
because it's also important for you to understand what would happen if the PSA blood levels were raised. I think it's absolutely crucial. So the PSA blood test, the PSA itself is a protein that's produced by completely healthy prostate cells, but can also be produced by cancerous cancer prostate cells as well. So very often when a man has prostate cancer, the PSA will be raised. So it's one of the best indicators that we have to understand whether a man needs to go on to have further tests because we need to understand the reason why the PSA level is raised. Okay. Now, I just want to mention something here, which is very, very important. We speak to many black men who are particularly worried about a rectal examination. It's known as a digital rectal examination, but a rectal examination. Okay. So we're aware that that's a particular fear for black men. Now, a myth is that this is compulsory, particularly if a man has no symptoms. A rectal examination is not the first step that is required. It is not fundamental. And we wouldn't want any black men to not want to talk to their GP about their risk for fear of being worried about being offered a rectal examination. Okay. Mm. Um, the PSA is actually more informative and more reliable in helping us understand, um, monitor a man for prostate cancer than a rectal examination. So I really want that to go out there. Really, really important. The first step is a blood test. And if Marvin, those levels are raised and we're not able to identify another reason for that, and it's just important just very quickly to mention that it doesn't mean if your PSA blood test is raised that you are automatically diagnosed with prostate cancer. That is not the case. Really important to understand that further tests are required if those levels are raised to understand. Now, the first step in what we call the diagnostic pathway is normally imaging in the form of a special MRI, okay, called an MPMRI. So that's a scan. The better news there is that that's not too invasive. And it's only if they see unusual or suspicious areas on the scan that a man would then be recommended to have a biopsy. And that's where they take tiny samples from the prostate to be able to look at them more carefully under a microscope to look for possible prostate cancer. Mm. So that means around 29% of men that have a scan will not be required to have a biopsy. And it's only with that biopsy that a final conclusion can be made to know if a man has prostate cancer or not. Mm. That's really powerful. That's such, I'm so intrigued. I'm kind of really leaning at the moment. What, what what do you think some of the most common myths and misconceptions? I know you spoke on some of them. Are there any others that have been uh, missed out? Like, I think the most dangerous one is the one about uh, the, the the is it DRE? Um, that being a way of having to have it done, and and what that means for men. I, I don't really want to go into the reasons why, but I do think it's an interesting viewpoint of what that barrier is. Um, but are there any other misconceptions that you think are unhealthy and, and any more information about how people are at home and families can support men um, to encourage them to make sure that they're being tested and having conversations around it? Yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think what we need to do, especially amongst our black communities, is to encourage conversations about health. Mm. Honestly, my heart sinks sometimes when I'm speaking to a black man um, on the phone and they've been diagnosed and it's only when they've been diagnosed themselves sometimes that they've been told by another family member 
that actually, oh, your father had prostate cancer or your, your grandfather had prostate cancer. So in our black communities, there are definitely um, more barriers to conversations about health than we see in some of the other ethnicities. So this is really important because if a, if a man isn't aware that they have a family history, then they're not able to have the ability to make the right choice about their own well-being and if they want to look into things themselves. So that's something that I think is very important to highlight. Another common thing that we hear that's a myth is that you have to have symptoms, as I mentioned early. And as I've said, you know, I've spoken to black men in their late 40s who've been diagnosed who are going to the gym three, five times a week or running marathons, feel perfectly well, and yet they've been diagnosed. And you mentioned sort of the power of friends and family. Um, a lot of men will only get tested when either a close friend or a family member are diagnosed. And, you know, they look at this really healthy looking man who had no signs or symptoms, but they've been diagnosed. And then they start to think, well, why couldn't that be me too? So that's a really powerful thing, which very often prompts men to go and get tested. Yeah. There is a misconception that men typically die with prostate cancer and not from. Now, it's absolutely true that prostate cancer is a slow-growing cancer, most commonly, um, but in some men that is not the case. And it's those men in particular that we need to find who have the faster growing type of prostate cancer. Mm. And in fact, sadly, every year in the UK, around 12,000 men or die from prostate cancer. So you can imagine it's not a good cancer to have. And certainly their families would agree that it is not a good cancer to have. Mm. Now, I think it's very important just to mention about um, the importance of early diagnosis. Now, prostate cancer comes in different forms. So it's a complex disease. Now, it, it, it is a difficult concept that, that people find very generally difficult to understand. And that's where we come in to try and help men navigate the complexities of this very complex condition. Now, some men that are diagnosed with prostate cancer have a prostate cancer that doesn't even require immediate treatment. Those men can be safely monitored with some of those men never, ever requiring treatment in their lifetime. This is bizarre, isn't it, to think of it in that way? However, some men will have prostate cancer that is fast growing um, and is at greater risk of leaving the prostate and spreading to other areas of the body. Now, if prostate cancer is found still within the prostate and even just outside the prostate, we very often can treat prostate cancer successfully with the aim of curing it or getting rid of that cancer. But when prostate cancer has left the prostate and traveled to distant areas of the body, the treatment becomes more complicated and the disease is able to cause more harm to the individual. And we've lost that window of opportunity to treat, to cure. We can only try and control the cancer. So that's why early diagnosis is so very important. Powerful. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we sometimes, like, sorry, sorry, Marvin. No, sorry, I was just, I'm actually just thinking out loud, so I was deep in thought. Go on, yes. Um, so we sometimes hear from men that say, oh, um, you know, the GP's too busy. We know that GPs are really under pressure and we don't want to bother them, especially if you have no symptoms. But the NHS is committed to find those men who have cancer early, 
um, prostate cancer is no different. And one of the most important things that we can do as an organization is if a man is denied um, a PSA blood test and they know that they're in a high risk group, we can support and motivate that man not to give up and to go back on what sort of evidence they can try and provide to try and influence and change that decision. We want to break down these barriers for men to get care. Mm. One thing I just want to mention that I haven't really covered is that although we don't expect symptoms in early prostate cancer, it doesn't mean that if a man is experiencing symptoms or changes in the way that they pass urine or any other symptoms they're concerned about, it doesn't mean that they should ignore them either. Okay, that's really mm. important because sometimes symptoms can be experienced when a cancer has become more advanced. Please don't worry that if you have urinary symptoms that you've definitely got advanced prostate cancer because again that isn't the case. Symptoms can often occur in men who have non-cancerous conditions as well but it's important that we rule out prostate cancer as a possible cause. So Marvin, I can't begin to tell you there is so much unreliable information out there we would like to promote Prostate Cancer UK as uh, the go-to place for men to be able to um, access, you know, reliable information. You'll be treated with respect and empathy and no question would be considered silly. Brilliant. Thank and, you so you know, much. I, thank you for having us. Mm. Is it, where can we find out more? Where can we find out more about you? Um, where would you send people um, just so that they know where to follow up? Because I think even if you want to be a volunteer, if you feel like you want to have any detection, if you want to take part in trials, is there a place to go where we can find out more? Well, I would definitely signpost people to our website. Um, I have to say that, um, well, I, I don't actually write it, so I can say this. It's uh, one of the um, best websites I've, I've ever encountered. They've taken away all the medical jargon. It's in nice, um, plain English. So it's a very, very easy read for somebody that doesn't have a medical background. And um, all the contact details for contacting the specialist nurse service there. But as I say, um, in relation to the campaign that we're, that we're running to try and raise awareness and um, make sure that men have access to um, accurate information um, would be for to urge men to use our risk checker in the first instance. So our website is prostatecanceruk.org and the different ways to contact the specialist nurse service can, can be found on that website. But it, it really is. It's just, oh my gosh, there's just so much fantastic information, really, really well written. And basically know that um, we as an organisation are committed to reducing the harm that prostate cancer causes to lives. Brilliant. Thank you so much. That's been an incredibly informative um, podcast and even I'm going away thinking about what I can do to do more and we'll obviously make sure everyone in our community but also on our platforms know all about this thank you so much for this and just thank you for being you it just it really warms my heart to experience you this morning so I very much appreciate it and hopefully we can um I don't know if we can do tea and biscuits soon or something. I'm not sure what the protocol is, but let's hang out. Well, I'd, I'd absolutely love that. Anytime, just tell me. And if I have the opportunity to raise awareness anywhere, I'm there. So thank you very much for giving us this time. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your experience. I encourage everyone who may be at risk 
or has concerns about their prostate health to take necessary steps to stay healthy and informed. Prostate Cancer UK's mission is based on raising awareness about men's health and they can help prevent and detect prostate cancer early, which can ultimately save lives. Search Check My Risk or visit prostatecanceruk.org forward slash risk checker. It could save a life. For more information on this topic, please visit prostatecanceruk.org forward slash what on earth. Dope Black Podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.